Hi everyone and welcome to a day trip. The first one of season four. I can't believe that we've been doing this podcast for over three years. Yep, three years. I think that's just exciting upon itself. I know I have a lot of work to do with the podcast. I want to get it put up on YouTube more. Um, and so hopefully things will slow down this winter when I just get snowed in and I'll have some time to get it up, put up on YouTube. But this, this little day trip segment really quick is going to talk about, um, the surviving an abusive relationship, being the victim of spousal abuse, mental, physical, and then moving on into another relationship and the important things to remember. The first thing we always remember is we always look for those signs that so we don't repeat the same stupidity that we did with the other person that abused us. And we want to make sure that we don't fall back into that. I, I want to start out by saying a, something that my ex-husband told me, my first ex-husband, um, and you can go check out that um, episode. It was like, like within the first year we did this podcast. He came to me one day and said, you know, I'm really glad that you had the strength to divorce me because you are such a great person. And I never would have treated you the way I believe you should be treated because you allowed me to treat you like shit. And that really sunk into me. And I've really held on to that the whole time because an abuser comes and says, you are a wonderful person and I really should have treated you better. But because I did, because I allowed him and some people would be like, that's ridiculous, but it's not. I did. I stayed with him. I stayed in the relationship. I didn't, I didn't change it until I left until I said, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And now that I got married again, got divorced and was single for almost 20 years, just by myself, living life, you know, making my career. And I finally found someone to be in a relationship. And he, too, has suffered from traumatic abuse and and mental abuse. I'm not sure about physical. We haven't really gotten so much into his abuse, but it has given him PTSD. And the two of us come together and we're great people. We connect. It's amazing how many similarities we have. It's 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 just kind of creepy at some points. But the one thing that I've noticed is now that we're on the right path, at first we were getting to know each other. He was going through a bad time. You can go check out my other day trips to listen to all that stuff. But now we are in a good place. He has moved to Omaha. I have my place down there um, for all my stuff is down there. My clothes, my makeup, everything. All I have to do is get in the car, go down there and I'm good. I don't have to pack a bag. I don't go quote visit him. I go stay at the other house for a week or two at a time. And as you start doing that and with your, when you're with people all the time, what you realize is that you start noticing their flaws. At first, when you meet someone, it's all sugar. It's all great. You're all trying to impress each other. You're trying to do the right thing. And then all of a sudden you just get comfortable and these flaws come out. 
And there's two ways to look at it. The flaws could be bad, could be negative, and something that you should be alert to and that you should be like, I need to get out of this. This is not good for me. I don't want to have to deal with this again. They're a narcissist. They're a bad person. They're an abuser. They're, 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 they're making me feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't worry about what your friends and family think. If you, if you said, oh my God, this is the love of my life. And then he turns out or she turns out to be a complete asshole leave. Just leave. Who cares what you look like on the outside to other people? Who cares what they say about the relationship? Just get out. But then you also have the other part where you are with somebody that you really, really care about and they show a side of them that resembles the bad part of a relationship. They might say something that, um, set you off. It might hit a nerve. And and what we normally do because we're human beings and we're idiots is we react instantly. We just react. And what you're doing is you're putting yourself back into that abusive relationship with that abusive person. And you're now bigger than balls, have the, have the audacity or the strength to defend yourself, but you're defending yourself to the wrong person. You're not defending yourself to the abuser. You're defending yourself or you're putting that you're putting someone in their place, the new person in your life. And you have to stop and you have to evaluate things. And that's the hard part of a new relationship is that instant reaction when they say something and it, and you go, oh, oh, my God. And, it, and you get a flashback to a bad part of a bad relationship. You have to stop. You have to think to yourself, this is not the same person. I need to evaluate the situation. I need to think about what they said. I need to figure out how it was said to me and not how I interpreted it. And that's happened a couple times with me where I'm like, uh, and I'm just like, you know what? No, 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 no. You don't get to. Everything is great. He's reacting from his abuse. I'm reacting from my abuse. That's not going to go anywhere good. So when you get into these relationships, and let's say that it is a bad relationship, I say, get the fuck out. All right, just go. Get out. Stop. Go back to being single. You survive then. But if you're in a good relationship and something comes up that makes you feel as if it's a bad thing, stop what you're doing. Stop. And think about what was said, when it was said, how it was said, who said it, why they said it. And see where it fits into the scheme of things. And if it's just a normal, stupid thing that they said trying to be funny, you cannot blame them because they don't know your trigger words. They don't know what you went through in that relationship. And uh, do you need to tell them? Well, no. And trust me, this is chemology. This is not like a therapist or anything. But I don't know my trigger words. I don't know until they're said. And then they they, they put that, that chill down your spine. You're like, oh, and it takes you back to a really bad time. And it is so easy to just react. And when you're in a new relationship, the, the, the key to keeping this relationship good is making sure that you think through what your what what your reaction is. Once again, who said it? Why they say it? How was it said? Was it said to be mean? Was it said to be funny? What was it? That initial reaction of being triggered is what fucks you up in the long run. It causes a lot of fights. You lose good people in your life because you're not, you're not, you're not healing. 
You're not allowing yourself to get over things. And so that is why I am on here because I wanted to let people know. And this doesn't even have to do with dating. It can be with any kind of a relationship that you have. Somebody's going to say a trigger word, you know, being sarcastic and joking around all the time. That's fine and dandy. But man, you hit that trigger word. It's not funny anymore. But they don't know. They don't know unless they're a complete asshole. And then, like I said, get the fuck out. But if they're just being, they're just being themselves, think through it. But then let's say that they continue doing something. They continue doing something that bothers you. The biggest problem why relationships fail is we do not have communication. The reason that businesses fail is we do not have communication. And I'm an over-communicator. I communicate way too much. I talk way too much. I say way too much. I totally own that. I own it. I own it. I own it. But when you do not communicate with the people in your lives, you're going to have problems. Because what happens is when you hold it in and you hold it in, 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 one little baby thing's going to happen, and you're going to fucking lose your shit. And they're going to think you're fucking crazy. But the problem is, is that it's not that one thing. It's the 25 other things you kept your mouth shut on. It's the 25 other things that you were mad about. So, my situation. Something is said, it triggers me. It's a one-time deal. It triggered me. I thought through it. I thought, you know what? Not the same person. I think about his past. I think about what he's gone through. I think about who, that this is a complete separate human being from me. Someone that has had 50 years of life to do things, to be who they are. And you move on. And you're like, okay, you know what? Not a big deal. But if it happens again, and it continue, if it, if it, if the same thing is said again, there will be words. There will be like, listen, I get it. And I know what you're trying to say, but this is why I really can't have you say that because it really triggers me. And, and I hope that Ron and I have a relationship where, and it's been multiple times that I've been talking and he just says, I don't want to talk about that. I shut up. I don't push him. I don't say, why don't you want to talk about that? Let's talk about you not talking, me talk, talking about, no. He says, I don't want to talk about that. I know that I've hit a nerve. I've hit something in him that's making him feel uncomfortable. He doesn't want to talk about it. So don't talk about it. That's what we have in a relationship. Now, at some point, hopefully he would come and say like, this is why I didn't want to talk about it. If I don't already know. Most of the time I do know, I just forget. And then I'm thinking, oh, that was very insensitive to me. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't talk that way. But that is, that's, that's me. I pay attention to what people say. I just sometimes forget until they say, I don't want to talk about that. And you have all the right in your world to say, I don't want to talk about that. You have all the right to say, you know what? I don't appreciate you saying that to me. And that other person, if they want to say why, you can say that's a trigger word and it brings back PTSD. It brings back flashbacks of my ex-husband, my ex-wife, whatever. Open up and be in to communicate, but do it when it's the right time. 
don't piss somebody off and then expect them to want to sit down and have a nice conversation with you or upset somebody and expect them while they're upset to to spill their guts to you. Use your freaking set, you know, use your um, inti- um, intuition. Intuition is a good word. So when we're in these relationships, the two things that we look to make sure that if we have been abused in our past, we have to watch the characteristics of the new person that we are with. Because I guarantee you, a majority of the people who leave a bad relationship will go right back to somebody with the same tendencies. It's who you're attracted to. You need to make sure that you are paying attention. And if they are and you are not being treated the way you want to be treated, get the fuck out. Don't try to change them. Just get out. Move on. Be alone. You'll be okay. But if you meet somebody that you really do like and you are both dealing or even just one of you is dealing with an abusive relationship in the past or multiple abusive relationships, you have to have empathy. You have to have, you have to understand that they do have things that they have to deal with. But as the person, the survivor, we have just as much responsibility just as much responsibility in this relationship to make sure that our past doesn't come creeping in and destroy everything that we're working towards. That is us. This is on us. So remember, my ex-husband told me that I deserve to be happy. I deserve to have someone wonderful in my life. But he would never have been able to do that because I allowed him to treat me like shit. I allowed him. And if you think about it, I did. I allowed him. I was too scared to get out. I didn't know what he would do, but I still allowed the behavior from when we first met, when I saw it at the very beginning, if I would have just gotten out of it, I wouldn't have suffered through the abuse. But as you listen to my podcast, you realize that that abuse has made me who I am today. It was part of my life and I allowed it for so long. I got tired of it and I left. And there is never the wrong time to leave. If you stayed too long, you know what? And you left, you left. Good for you. I say good for you. But don't allow that to destroy something good in your future. Stop and think before you react. It's the biggest thing I can say. You guys, thank you so much um, for listening to our podcast. I love doing my little day trips. I like to keep them to 15 minutes and I did it this time. I hope that you guys um, get something from this. If you have been abused, um, I hope that this helps you find that amazing person and they could, like I said, they could be amazing for a year and turn into be a complete asshole. We don't know, but enjoy the minutes that you have. And if things turn to shit, get the fuck out. Have a great day. Keep taking all of your adventures and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.